Now, in studio, in person, it's just so nice to be able to say that again, it's uh, County Commissioner Patty Adair. How are you, Patty? Fine, Frank. Thank you so much for having me in person. Thanks for making the trip. I appreciate it. It was my pleasure. It was an easy drive in from Sisters. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, you are, as always, you keep very busy. What's what's been uh, up with you lately? That's true. I'm very busy. This is a 24-7 position that I'm um, honored to serve at. I um, am happy to announce that our fair numbers were over-the-top, outstanding. And what I'm really most proud of is the fact that the community came together and supported the 4-H and FFA youth. Uh, I put myself through college with my 4-H earnings. Um, I was a 4 for 10 years. Anyway, the grand number was $1.7 million of um, revenue plus another fund for uh, a young woman who had passed away who was a tremendous advocate for the 4-H and FFA program. So that that scholarship fund for Maddie went, I believe, about $80,000. Wow. So it was it was a couple hundred thousand over the year before. And considering the economy and inflation, I just have to thank our community mm-hmm. for really stepping up and um, you know buying all those animals. And you, you heard about the turkey that went for 30000 of course. Wow. I, I thought, oh my gosh, 1300 a pound? Yes. That's incredible. Um, you are uh, trying to uh, get some uh, work done regarding housing. You're trying to help get some more affordable housing in the county. What, what are you doing? Oh, I testified on the ADU bill. It was, it was called 391, Senate Bill 391, for three years. It passed. That was the wonderful news. And then um, it was married with another Senate Bill 762. Now, Senate Bill 762 just came out with that uh, fire plan for every residence in outside of the cities. It just came out a couple of weeks ago, remember? A lot of commotion. Um, they actually, the state pulled that plan back. So that set back our ADU plan a bit. We were hoping that we could get going in the county with at least 4,000 accessory dwelling units on residences that are at least a minimum of two acres. There are R10 or MUA, not the EFU property, not the farm property, but it has a single family residence and it can have an accessory dwelling unit up to 900 square feet. This is to me and my estimation workforce housing and we so need it it's it's a win-win is there any talk of doing uh, property for like manufactured homes to, to be able to for people to be able to afford well thank you for asking that I actually have been working with someone for a couple years and we believe this is the year that we can do a pilot project in Deschutes County for manufactured homes affordable manufactured homes the people I'm working with have approximately 47 to 57 acres, which is a, a wonderful size of property where we could have a decent amount of homes. It's north of Bend, and um, Representative Jack Zika is on the other side of that legislation. He won't be serving this next year, but at least if we can get it into the docket for legislation soon, um, I would really, really appreciate adding another manufactured home. We had one in Redmond that I tried to help. The county, Peter Katowski, came in my office. We met with the owners of the Green Acres Mobile Home Park. They had some additional property, and yet we couldn't find a way for them to increase their capacity. And we need 
you know, we need that housing. Remember, we lost, wasn't it Carolyn a couple of months ago because we couldn't find housing for her? And it's something that I, I know is desperately needed. Our workforce needs it. Um, it's It's been definitely at the top of the commissioner's agenda. We've had our develop, our de- building department really working. So when that is a go, we can go ahead with it as quickly as possible. I'm even working with someone who's doing models where you can go like to Home Depot and you can buy your accessory do- dwelling unit model. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Oh. Just make it as simple as possible. And the really good news too is that the city of Bend has done a whole program on ADUs and they have a website now they actually hadn't built that many before. I believe it was less than 500. So they really made a push in the city in order to educate people on the capacity to add that extra that extra bit of housing that will help for our workforce. Didn't the state come out with something regarding, let's go from that to uh, the people without homes, the houseless. Didn't the state come out with some sort of a mandate that every county has to uh, have a, a commission or something like that regarding the homeless? Well, they actually came out with a pilot project through Representative Crop, and eight counties are part of that, which Deschutes is one. We were given a million dollars to accomplish this mandate. I'm actually the, the chair of that committee. We have representatives from the Sisters, Sisters City Council. The mayor of Redmond, uh, Endicott, is on that. Uh, Councillor Megan Perkins and uh, Councillor Colleen Scott and also um, Councillor Andrea Blum from Sisters. I don't want to miss anybody, but we're all part of this team. And we actually are in the last part of the phase of hiring an executive director. And I believe this woman will be starting in September and I believe she'll bring a lot of expertise with what her experience has been so we can make a better you know a better difference um, better for the community both both sides the people that are homeless and the people that are living next to China Hat okay Um, I'm going to jump back to ADUs for just a second how does 762 impact ADU well if you have the properly zoned property but you're in a wildfire zone where you have fire risk they those all those parameters have not clearly been established yet remember the state actually pulled back i believe it was about three fridays ago and said oh wait we've got to re look at what we set out they i i actually got my letter and i know that people in south deschutes county their letter was a bit more severe than what I saw their rating a couple years ago. So I had said to them, you guys really need to talk to uh, the state and see if you can get your rating down a bit because their rating around the Burgess Road area, they have a lot of excellent clearance and everything. They've, they've you know, cleaned out the underbrush. The trees are in very well spaced. And that area had um, good rating from some kind of numbers I saw maybe from four years ago. So, you know, the state is going back and they are uh, reevaluating their decision. And I'm hoping if you received your letter and you're honestly not happy with it, you need to get a hold of the state now and um, explain to them how you feel your rating should be. Also, the worry from many people was that insurance companies would look at these letters and make it more difficult in order to be insured. 
Now, you were visiting recently with folks out in Tumalo. Tell me how that went and what's on their minds. Well, that was Monday night, and we were in the gym, and it must have been about 90 degrees in the gym. <laughs> and um, it was excellent. I was really proud of the community for coming up and talking to me about what they want to see. We need to bring those meetings back on a, a better level, a more conducive le- uh, level, so people can actually uh, communicate with the different departments. We had six county employees there. We have some amazing employees. Will Groves was there. Peter Russell was there. Nicole Mardell. I mean, there were so many people that were there working, but I want to make it so it's much friendlier. We needed a a PA system, and so everyone in the room could hear, and I actually suggested that they take it back to the county, maybe make it from three to six, so that people have a greater amount of time to actually get their questions answered, because people are very concerned. Tumbelo itself is unincorporated, and it is a population of less than 600. A lot of people have moved there because they love it. Mm-hmm. And yet, they um, several people mentioned that they loved what Sisters has done. Now, you realize that Sisters was 500 people for decades and decades. Well, it's now over 3,200, but they have really tried to maintain their growth. And um, even though I have a friend who lives there, and she is sure now 15,000 people live there because <laughs> it feels know, like it. Yes, it does some days, especially when you're trying to drive through it. So, yeah, it's, it's, always, it's always challenging. But those were some of the things I heard from the community. They would prefer to have a public sewer system and not private. And I really think, um, I think the next meeting will be much more advantageous for that community. All right. That's County Commissioner Patty Adair. The time has flown. <laughs> Well, I can't believe it, Frank. Such a pleasure. So glad I got to come in this morning. And thank you for your commitment to um, serving on KBND. Oh, well, I wouldn't know where else to go. All right. Well, thank you. (laughs) You take care. Nice to see you. FM News 100, 1110 KBND. Good morning to you.